People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. Yeah, that's us. Episode 19, and away we go. Hitting our 10,000 download milestone. Which makes us big time. Yeah, it's very nice. It's very nice. We'll remember you. Remember you, little people, when we hit 11,000. <laughs> Every day since I've gone around and I've told people, hey, look at me. I got fucking 10,000 downloads, bitches. <laughs> that's not true, by the way. I don't even know if that's good. I know it's better than 9,000, so I'm very proud of it. And I'm very thankful for those of you that listen to this thing. Uh, yeah, episode 19. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Digi Dude Nate after a nice long Memorial Day weekend which I spent giving my daughter her second birthday uh, on Friday, which was a little more toned down than the weekend before, which was very similar to a Indian wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of a big to do. It was her 16th. Uh, so she got uh, me grilling some food on Friday night, her friends over and a couple other prizes and that shit. And then uh, she heads out of town to go with her grandparents back down to Florida, where you were just at this weekend. You guys probably passed each other in the interstate. I waved. And uh, so then I had my wife's birthday on Sunday. And thank God, I think I do good. Like, you know, it's kind of a thing because if our daughter's birthday is a big to-do, what are you supposed to do afterwards? Right? Like, you know, you get to a certain age now that she's old by no stretch of the imagination, but it's the thought that counts kind of shit, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I did. I, I was very thoughtful. I don't know if you saw any of the pictures of the prizes I got her, but I did something for her. Yeah, it was a very nice bouquet. Huh. I did something for her, Nate, that <laughs> no one, I promise you, in the history of mankind has ever done for someone, especially their wife. And what I did was gave her a butthole bouquet. That's what it's called. What is that? It is uh, a fake ass with the hole cut out for a butthole with flowers stuck in it, and it's a butthole bouquet. Why is that? <laughs> you ask why, right? Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, you know, it's right. we call each other butthole all the time. Like, yeah. I love your butthole. Yeah. yeah every, well, I know. Every, every couple's got a thing. <laughs> you, got, you and Alexa have a thing, right? Uh, just kind of babe. Not, nothing super creative. Nothing like butthole? No. <laughs> so when you hear Rach and I saying, I love your butthole, what's your butthole doing? Oh, you guys speak in a different language down here. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what these people are saying. <laughs> you know, if you got a kickins, you got to pee. Yeah, uh, of, course, of course. You know, the first time I peed in front of her was this past weekend. Really? Ten years. I've never peed in front oh, of her. Public chickens. Yeah. We, well, I didn't like pee in front of her, but we were hiking at the place she told us to go to. And as soon as we started hiking, I had to pee. So, and like, for those that don't know, I'm really weird about bathroom stuff. Really, really weird. Like, I think that's the only private thing in a relationship. I can tell by the, the butthole. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and hid behind a tree and I said, you know, stand guard in case somebody comes up on the trail. Give yeah. me a watch my six. Cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> <laughs> and she was giving me fake cuckoo, cuckoos. I was like, is that a real cuckoo or is that a fake cuckoo? And she's ha, ha, ha you're peeing. Okay. So anyway, so that's it. So the joke was, it was, you know, we call each other butthole. You know, I love your butthole. What's your butthole doing? 
So I made a Bajo bouquet and it was actually very creative and very clever. Like I went to Amazon for 10 bucks and bought a fake ass. Then I went in the garage and uh, I took a, a vase or a vase and I put it on the uh, underneath belly of the, of the bowl and I drew a perfect circle and then I folded the bowl in half to cut a perfect circle and it fit perfectly on the vase where it was a little tight. The bowl was a little tight on each side, but it was not so tight on the other sides. And then I took some duct tape and I just put it underneath to make sure it secured the bowl to the vase. Mm. And I cut the flowers perfectly. So there wasn't a lot of stem shooting out of the bowl. So these purple, like daisy type of flowers were just sticking. Looked like the ass was shooting flowers. They looked nice. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. Come on, when you saw that, did you, was, you're not going, eh, that Bailey, he's got a creative gene in his body. It is. It's better than the, what did we do, the panty bouquets a couple of years ago? Yes, shit like that's clever. The panty bouquet. Nate and I went to Victoria's Secrets. We bought a bunch of underdrawers for our ladies. Mm -hmm. And then we put them on flowers. Went to Michael's and got, you know, shit the time on the flowers uh, or stems or something. We put them in a vase. And it was a panty bouquet. Great. It was like little roses. We we, we made them real tight. Yeah, wrapped them up. Wrapped them up, yeah. We're some creative motherfuckers. Yeah. Women are lucky to have us. Yeah, be jealous. Yes. I mean, there are guys out there that just olay their chick shit. You and I do panty bouquets and bajo bouquets. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on, ladies. Never been done. All right, like, we would have no problem if we were single. We would just say, hey, our, our past... Bottom bitches, this is this is what we did. For yeah, you. this could be you. Your loss. <laughs> Eat your heart out. Eat your heart out. No more panty bouquets and boho bouquets for you. Uh, big thanks, Lionwear. Lionwear. L I O N. Uh, wear W E A R dot shop. Lionwear dot shop. That's the website. They've rebranded all their stuff. It looks great. These kids from the University of Alabama. Uh, they're smart. Really, really smart. It's athletic wear for dudes and chicks. They got the leggings for you, ladies. The dudes. They got the tank tops. They got really good uh, T-shirts, workout T-shirts and shorts and stuff. If you use the code Bailey15, B as in boy, A-I-L-E-Y 15 at checkout, you'll get a discount. Um, but they're great dudes. Sigma Kai's from the University of Alabama, and they support the podcast. And by the way, we're always looking for new sponsors. Yeah. I mean, we're on episode 19. We should by now have Delta and Coke and Home Depot yep. sponsoring. I hear some of these podcasts... You know, and the host will go on for like two or three minutes talking about some dot com I've never heard of. But, uh, you know, you know, they gave them some cash. Yeah. And we've got over 10,000 downloads. So we should be getting millions of dollars. Isn't that how that works? Yeah, call us up. <laughs> Just give us a buzz. <laughs> call our people. All right. Well, believe it or not, you know, in order to continue with these episodes, I didn't really have a Black Cloud moment this past weekend. Long Memorial Day weekend. A good weekend. Yeah, outside of dealing with the customer service at Ring, which is not you know big enough to tell a whole story, like a whole episode on. Mm. She was like that borderline, you know when you get the customer service that they're not way over here, you can't understand them, and they're not way over here where they're, you can perfectly understand them. They're like right in the middle. So you start to second guess yourself. Yeah, it's just like a couple words here and there. Yeah, you're not sure if it's a you problem or a them problem. Right. It was a her problem. <laughs> I could tell. But anyway, that's not enough to the episode. So I, I get requests even from the beginning, you know, 19 episodes ago for the Bailey's Black Cloud podcast of uh, people wanting to hear the Taco Mac terror story. 
in which, you know, it's kind of one of the basis for the podcast. I remember when you first came up with this idea, Nate, uh, the idea of telling the Taco Mac Terror story was actually supposed to be episode one. Yeah. You know, and then all this shit just kept happening. So it kept getting pushed off and pushed off and pushed off. But a lot of people know it. It's now kind of like folklore, you know, because I've told it on the radio show. So for those that have never heard the Taco Mac Terror story, or for those that maybe have even heard it from the radio show a couple years ago, uh, there might be some details that I forgot to tell maybe for time on the radio show that I'll tell now. So here's what went down. It was fall, what, two years ago? I think so. I think it was definitely before the pandemic. Yeah. And we were at a football game at Roswell High School, which is just north of Atlanta, for those not in the know. That's the high school my daughter goes to. And afterwards, all the kids go to Taco Mac. Now, if you don't know what Taco Mac is, it's a bar and grill. That's what it is, bottom line. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like an ale house, if you know what an ale house is. So we... It's me, my wife, my daughter, and her friend. And at the time, I guess if it was two years ago, they were 14. Yeah, 13? Yeah, yeah, they would have to be. 13, 14. But they look older than what they really are. Not to defend this asshole that we had to run in with. But anyway, they still look like kids. They're young girls. And they're with us. And I sure the hell don't look like I'm a teenager. Not that I look old by any stretch. But So as we're walking in, it's a, it's a bit of a chilly night. There's this guy outside uh, with short dreads, dressed nice, and he's smoking a cigarette. But he's one of those cigarette smokers that needs to smoke close to the door, which I can't stand. Like, I don't mind you smoking the cigarette, but don't stand so, don't stand so, don't stand so close to me. Don't stand so fucking close to the door if you're going to smoke your cigarette. Yeah. Take yeah. a couple steps, like, down away. Yeah, I don't want to walk through that cloud. Right, yeah, but it was, like, uncomfortable. Like, he was so close. Anyway, he opens up the door for us, and God, this is because this was a couple years ago. I got to remember some of this stuff. He, do you remember what he said? Because that's how this whole thing starts. He says some smart ass joke to us. Do you remember what he said? I don't exactly, but it wasn't a good joke, and you just kind of repeated what he said, and and it was something stupid like, "So what are you doing? You're coming in to get." tacos <laughs> it was like one of those types of things yeah, like tacos and and but there was a it was a question type of thing and i knew he was being a smart ass but you the way i rebuttaled was you weren't sure if he was being a smart ass or not because you didn't want to have conflict so when i figured out he was being a smart ass i go dude you got you got to go pick your joke book up you know i gave him one of those you know lines or something yeah Anyway, so we go in. I just had a bad feeling, just a bad feeling. It was in my gut. I'm pretty good like that. They sit us at this booth, which is the booth closest to the bathroom. Now, you have to understand the layout. This is, if you're walking through the door, there's a large room. All the way to the right, there's the bathroom. And the way the bathroom is set up, it's kind of like old 80s pizza style, where there's an area before you go into the men's room and the women's room, and they'll have a couple arcade games out there. So it's kind of like, you know, there's a lot of space there. Yeah. They sit us to the booth right next to this area, and I'm keeping an eye on this guy. And the guy goes, comes back inside, he goes over to the bar, and, you know, before outside I could tell the guy was drunk. He was just drunk. Now, these... For some reason, these are the people, this is the, the whole black cloud tie-in. These are the people that I uh, attract. 
I don't know why. <laughs> like it, it blows me away. Like I'm not the like I work hard staying in some decent shape at 40 almost 46 years old next week. I'm not the smallest guy in the world. You know, I'm 6'3 about 210 212 and I got some muscle on me. I'm not saying I'm the baddest the badasses out there, but if you're going to pick on a guy, like I'm sure in a room you could find somebody smaller than me that looks more innocent. That's not going to defend themselves. Right. I must look like a pussy because there's always that guy that wants to try me. I don't understand why. Do you have an answer for that? I know I don't because, yeah, you're, you're not the smallest guy. And I don't know. How big was this dude? He, he, he was tall. He was like six, probably six, four, but he was slender and skinny. You know, mm-hmm. he didn't look like a scrapper. You, know, you can kind of tell scrappers. Yeah. Usually have like jelly on their chin. <laughs> like they just got done eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That their neighbor's mom made them because their mom locked them out of the house. (laughs) Try me. (laughs) A little dirt on their shirt. So I'm watching this guy at the bar. And the bar now is, uh, I always position myself to look towards the door, any restaurant I go into. But in this case, the bar was behind me. So I kind of have to, you know, a distance. I mean, it was a good, you know, 30, 40 feet away. So I'm looking at him and he's, he's, uh, he's causing problems at the bar. You could just tell. I, mean, I couldn't hear him because there's a lot of, there's a lot of people's places packed just after the football game, but he was causing problems so much so that I see the manager. I knew it was a manager. You could just tell walk over to him and say something. They're having words. I'm like, this guy's drunk. He's high. He's fucked up. Something wrong with him. He's just looking for a confrontation. You just have to step into that bubble. He's looking for a fight mm-hmm. from somebody. And I just always feel like I should be the guy. I don't know why. <laughs> like, 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 like I'm sacrificing myself so no one else has to do it. I feel like I'm the guy to the rescue. Maybe it's yeah. that superhero mentality. Right. You know what I mean? Like you see the guy, you're like, if I interject, I probably can handle it and no one else will get hurt. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Maybe. I don't know. So uh, the manager is, is, is having words with him. The guy goes back to sitting at the bar. You can tell people around him uh, are pissed off. They don't like him. He's by himself. So uh, I go to the restroom, and I'm at the urinal. In the restroom, there's an older gentleman wearing a camouflage jacket. Looked like a nice guy. And uh, he was just getting done from the stall, headed to the sink. And I was at the urinal, finishing up. And I hear behind me this guy and he repeated, I wish I could remember the fucking thing he said at the door. Cause he repeated it in the bathroom. And I responded with, ah, still telling those killer jokes. Are you <laughs> like that? And I think the guy was mad because I wasn't taking the bait. Yeah. I was instead being the alpha male yeah. versus being afraid of him or playing along with him. I was pretty much calling him an idiot. Yeah, you just weren't playing along to his his joke game. Right, because they're stupid. And I knew what he was trying to do. He's trying to he's trying to push me. So I was trying to diffuse it, you know. And uh you could just feel something was gonna go down. And so I go over, wash my hands. I don't even know if the guy took a piss or not. The older dude stayed in the bathroom because he had that, that same spidey sense. Mm-hmm. And he's standing behind this dude. And I'm standing in front of this dude. And as we talk, we're kind of moving backwards. And I did that on purpose because I wanted to 
keep him in the bathroom if something were to happen. So I was kind of blocking the threshold. Right. Um, because I had it all mapped out in my, like, those guys are fucking idiots. Like in my head, I'm going, okay, here's how it's going to go down. This guy's going to take a swing at me. He's going to miss because I'm just that quick. Then I'm going to flip him over on the tile floor. The old guy is going to read my mind, put his you know knee to the back of his head. I'm going to grab that big circle penis-like trash can and hit him over the head with it. If not, trap him in it because he's so skinny. <laughs> and then I'm going to take his mouth and put it under the faucet and waterboard him. <laughs> in my head, that's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to take all these paper towels, make them wet, and crochet paper mache his body so he can't get out he's in a cast it's like a jackie chan movie you and the stranger just (laughs) (laughs) but i wanted to keep it in the bathroom because my family was right outside the bathroom so i didn't want to i didn't didn't want anybody to get involved Mm -hmm. so he uh as we're talking back and forth i forget what we're saying it was kind of confrontational but it wasn't i could smell the cigarette smoke and the, the alcohol and some weed and i just knew the guy was fucked up and he he says to me, he goes, hey, man, let me sit at your table. Let me have some dinner with you and, uh, and those girls you're with. And I said, what? And he goes, yeah, man. He's like, you got three girls, three hot girls with you, man. Let me let me have one of them. Dude, that was it. That, 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 you know, like it went from just fucking around with the dumbass to like, I'm, I'm going to destroy you. And so I stepped up into his face and I said, let me tell you something. I said, this has all been fun and games up until now. But that's my daughter, her and her friend. They're 14 years old. That's my wife. You fucking say anything again. You look at them again. I'm going to fucking end you, dude. I'm not the guy. I kept saying I'm not the guy. That's my line. I'm not the guy. And I thought I got to him. You know, like I was was pretty stern with him. I, I thought I made sense. So... Now, you know, I'm like, this isn't over. This guy's not going to let it go. He goes back to the bar. I go out to my car. I was going to get my gun. And I was like, eh. yeah, it's like, do I want to escalate it? Yeah, I could just see how the news story is going to play out. And so I got my asp instead. It's a good trade off. Yeah, it is. Escalating a little bit, but not to the deadly point. So I get, the, you know, if don't know what an asp is, it's what the cops use. It looks like a Chinese yo-yo, but it's metal. And if you get hit with it, it hurts. Yeah. And, you know, it extends. So I grab my ass. I'm coming back inside. I wanted to do it quickly. And this car pulls up in front of me. It's the old dude that was in the bathroom. And he goes, son, are you getting what I think you're getting? And I said, I was going to, but instead I decided to get this. He goes, that's a pretty smart move. He goes, I want you to be careful. I'm a Baptist minister up in somewhere, North Georgia. God bless you. He's like, if you need my help, just ask. I'm like, motherfucker, you're in the car. Yeah, you're leaving. And, and I don't know you. <laughs> I don't have your phone number. <laughs> Just send out the Bailey signal. I'll be there. Like, I know we had a moment in the bathroom, but <laughs> dude, you're going to be 20 yeah. minutes up the street. How am I supposed to get a hold of you for yeah. the help? <laughs> like, this is an old Georgia redneck with camouflage. He could totally help me out. Yeah. <laughs> Take this medallion and squeeze it and I'll show up. Just ring the bell three times and I'll show up. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. So I'm like, okay, sir, thank you. So he leaves. He goes, you just be careful and take care of your family. I said, not a problem. So I go there. Now the booth, the way that it is, it's like elevated off the floor about a foot, you know, kind of up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there and I have the asp open. And now my wife's asking me what's going on. I'm trying not to spook the kids and all that stuff. 
the guy, I'm keeping an eye on the guy, gets in trouble with the manager again. He walks by our table and does the chin to the left thousand yard stare, just staring us down. I'm like, motherfucker. He goes into the bathroom. He comes back out. He does the stare again, and he just kind of slows down. So now he's testing me. And I said to him, and I'm about to, I've got the asp in the right hand. My, again, superhero mind, I'm elevated, so I've got the higher ground. I'm going to Randy Macho Man Savage this some bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother, a Taco Mac. <laughs> going to come off the top booth, and I'm going to ask him right in the forehead. That was what was in my head. Right. And I'm going, what if I miss? That's silly. Um, what if I get arrested because technically he hasn't done anything? I mean, he has, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Now it's just a he said, she said, well, he just came at me with this metal pipe. Now I'm the asshole. Yeah. So what do you do? Walk away. <laughs> I can't. I'm at a booth. I'm sitting down. True. He He's in front of us. I can't go anywhere. What do I say? Manager, can you get this guy? You know, like, <laughs> what do you do? And I had complained to the waitress, who I think was a former Marine. She... Look like she could whip some ass. Yeah. Short haircut, neck tattoo, that kind of girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like loving her beef tacos. Yeah. <laughs> at Taco Mac. Possibly a softball player in high school. Possibly. <laughs> so if there's anybody I want on my side, I don't want that lady. Uh, so, uh, so we start having words. And then the manager and the waitress see it. And I get up with my asp and we're getting, I'm getting ready to actually, I was going to go for his knees because mm -hmm. that's just, you know, I don't want to kill the guy, but I just don't want him to walk ever again. Yeah. Take him down. And so, uh, I was getting ready to, to cap, like if it would have gone for probably another five or 10 seconds, that would have happened because yeah. now I'm pissed. Now he's just being an asshole. Mm -hmm. So it got broken up. They start, now he starts flipping out. They push him to the other side of the restaurant. Why they don't push him out the door. I have no idea. But this day and age, you put your hands on somebody, they're going to sue. This guy, this is why he's called the Taco Mac Terrorist, he goes on a run, dude. He's screaming and yelling, I'm going to kill all these white people. Everybody sucks. I hate all you guys, blah, blah, blah. I catch eyes with this dude and his kid across the restaurant sitting at a booth. He and I, again, are talking telepathically, like the relationship I had with the Baptist minister in the bathroom. It's amazing what people can do yeah. just by staring at Damn. each other, dude. How about, how about them tacos? Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> we superpowers. were, dude, it was like we were, we were staying the night at the X-Men house. <laughs> and uh, it, we kind of give the nod, like, I got him. You got him. Yeah. I got him. You got him. You know, like when you get on a plane, you look for your team in case mm -hmm. there's a bad guy there. This guy's going ballistic in the restaurant, screaming. I look around. There's a bunch of kids sitting at a table. There's adults everywhere. Nobody's doing a fucking thing. It was like we're desensitized to people acting crazy. This guy's screaming, I'm going to kill all white people in the middle of a bar. Now, granted, he's like one of three black people in this restaurant. Like, that's a cause for concern. <laughs> Not in Atlanta. He's like, what, you haven't been on Marta before? This is daily. Like, can we go by the airplane rules? Like, if somebody says I'm going to kill or have a bomb... You get escorted off and interrogated. This guy's doing this for like, it felt forever. It took the, the cops, it, I, I swear, it took him probably about 10 minutes to get there. Like it was 10 minutes of wanting to know if this guy's got a gun in his jacket. 
And the cops get there. I got to write out a report. They arrest the dude for domestic terroristic threats. Yeah. You know, they, they, they send him to jail. I get a call uh, from the assistant, assistant district attorney of Georgia or whatever. And they want the footage because my wife was filming. Oh. Somebody else was filming too. We swapped information. So I gave that to him. I don't know what happened to it. The only, you know, so the news comes out because, you know, being a, a public figure, this is kind of juicy. So the news comes out and wants to talk to me. This was after I talked about it on the radio show. Mm-hmm. And I baited the guy because I wanted the guy on the show. I always want to know why people act the way they act. Because maybe this black cloud of attracting these types of individuals, I'll learn from it. And maybe it's something I'm doing wrong that attracts them. It's like you go out and you get bit by mosquitoes. You're like, I fucking hate mosquitoes. They're always biting me. Well, you shouldn't bathe in honey before you go out. Yeah. You know, that's on you. Bad idea. <laughs> maybe it's a me thing. Maybe there's <laughs> something that I do to attract these people. So I kind of wanted to know how the guy ticks. So on the news, uh, when I was being interviewed, uh, I, I followed it up with, I want the guy to come on the radio show. I want him to reach out because I want to know why he acted this way. No harm, no foul. I won't press charges. You know, just just come on the radio show. So we had it set up, right, until what, his attorney emailed you? Yeah, then he was like, nah, he's not going to be saying anything. Yeah, he shot that down. We should ask him now. But did he get, just get arrested, him and his brother, at another bar in the area for something very similar? Oh, that's right. They keep letting this guy out of jail, and he's crazy. They're like a warrant in Maryland for gun charges or something. You know, it's like, what's your problem, dude? What, what, what are you mad at that gets you in all this trouble? Because he looked like a good dude. Like, you take away all the assholeness and the terrorism stuff. Like, he looked like a good dude. Like a normal dude, guy. Like, just a normal dude that you'd hang out with at the bar and have a drink or, you know, play a sport with or, you know, open the door for or have dinner with or yeah. be a friend of. But the guy's a fucking Looney Tune. You want, you want to know why. Right, yeah. you want to know why you're a Looney Tune and you need this type of attention. So that's the Taco Mac terrorist story. The end result, no idea. The guy could be my neighbor for all I know. <laughs> you know, I have no idea. I I, I I don't know what happened to him. He was out of jail. He got in trouble again. He's probably let out of jail again. Dude's bad news. But I attract these types of people. That confrontation, not quite as bad as this. But dude, I've got a million stories of just something happening. I know it's how I respond because a lot of times these people think that they're Barney badass and they need to be dealt with. You need to be held accountable when you're an asshole. And if you're doing it in public and it's in front of a family or children and it's not right, somebody should hold your, your hand to the fire. Yeah. And I like to be that guy. Um, Somebody's got to do it. But the only problem is, is now you've embarrassed them. So they're, retraction the rebuttal is they want to they want to fight you or something yeah but i'm getting to an age where like i don't know about you but my cardio is maybe 30 seconds yeah i'm very short spurts yeah like if i got in a street fight now i would ask for 20 second rounds (laughs) time out guys time out i need to get a drink of water (laughs) ghost man fist on face (laughs) All right, there you go. Went a little longer today. A lot of you want longer uh, episodes, so there you go. You get an extended version of the Taco Mac terrorist story for Bailey's Black Cloud podcast. Anything to add, Nate? No, it's going to keep happening. Yeah, just say thank you to everybody for all the downloads. 
and the shares and the reviews on iTunes. Oh, yeah. Thank you for those. Those very, reviews are so nice. Very nice. Say it all the time. I tell people. I brag about it. Like, people that listen to the podcast are so sweet. I like you sweet people. All right. JasonBailey.com. That is website. Again, thanks to Lionware, Lionware.shop. Thanks for listening. Until next week. Bye. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast.